0: What is up everybody? This is the latest edition of the Colorado Sports Guys podcast, or rather CSG podcast as we've retitled it. Uh, I am your solitary host for today, uh, Jeff Morton. Uh, Nathan Ross will eventually be back. Uh, Before I get started, let's talk about King Law Firm. Uh, They are my personal go-to for uh, basically a lot of different legal advice. Uh, Kylan King is one of the best in the business. Uh, They specialize in social security, disability, um, and anything related to personal injury. Um, Pretty much they are the best in Denver. That's not just me saying that. They are one of the best personal injury law firms in Denver, located in West Denver. And they are basically where you should go. If you have any of those needs, particularly with Social Security disability, which is, as I discussed in the last podcast, extremely hard to get a hold of. Uh, and it's, you really do need an advocate in your corner to help you out with that, uh, go to www.kinglawfirmco.com. That is kinglawfirmco.com. And if you go in, if you call, ask for Kylan King and tell him Jeff Morton sent you. Okay, well, we are, just as of this recording, we are, a, we are actually a day away from NBA Free Agency. And, uh, well, not even day away, let's see. Midnight Eastern, so we're talking about 10 o'clock tonight as of this recording. I will hopefully have this up ASAP, uh, so you can listen to this prior to Free Agency starting. Uh, obviously, since this is Colorado and we've and I cover mostly the Denver Nuggets, uh, we will talk about the Denver Nuggets when it comes to free agency. Now, this is going to be a short podcast. You know why? Because the Nuggets don't have a ton of options and they don't have a ton of room available. Um, this is really basically the state of which they have, are playing right now unless they make some dramatic trades, which could be possible. Uh, what has happened since the last recording of this podcast is Wilson Chandler has opted into the $12.8 million on his final year of his deal. Darrell Arthur has opted into the 7-point-something, <laughs> I don't have the numbers right in front of me, uh, left on his deal, and Kenneth Farid has about $13 million left on his deal. Uh, the Nuggets have three expiring contracts with which to play. Um... Unfortunately, as a motorcycle goes by, and I apologize for that. Anyway, uh, unfortunately for the Nuggets, um, it has been a difficult road to deal. Now, a couple things to remember. Everyone knows, as I have been saying over and over and over again, that the Nuggets have uh, luxury tax issues. Um, Now, it only will affect them, this needs to be made clear, It'll only be will affect them if, if Wilson Chandler, Kenneth Fareed, and Darrell Arthur are on the roster when the season is over. That's the only time that'll affect them. Outside of that, um, they have they will be over the tax. And now what what happens when you are over the tax is very simple. The NBA kind of put in this trigger mechanism to hard cap people if they go into the tax. That's why a lot of, pe- a lot of teams try to get under the cap number um, when they get into free agency. And this is because you don't have access to the full mid-level exception. And what that does is really cripples your ability to add players, particularly in free agency. If the Nuggets have what is called the mini mid-level exception which I think the Nuggets only have I forget what the mini MLE is it's somewhere between two and five million um, per year if they only have that their ability to get players in in a, in, a, in a year where the cap is every team almost every team in the NBA is cap um, uh, or close to the cap or doesn't have a lot of money to spend uh, it's going to be very hard Uh, for them to get players, additional players in here. So what you're looking at with the Denver Nuggets is essentially re-signing Nikola Jokic. Now, obviously, since we recorded the last podcast, Nikola Jokic was offered a, well, offered, quote-unquote, since the new league year has not happened yet, he can't technically be offered, quote-unquote, a deal. But what the Nuggets plan on offering him, something in the neighborhood of five years, $147 million, which, I don't anticipate there being any issue there. But what that will do, once Nikola Jokic signs that, is that it will put the Nuggets pretty far into the tax area. They still need to sign Will Barton. And Will Barton, uh, it really depends on how many numbers that you've heard. Uh, The wild card out there, and really, truly, for Will Barton, who is an unrestricted free agent, if he wants to go for the money he can go if indiana offers him more money than the nuggets are willing to offer him that is really the place because other teams aren't really looking to spend their money uh, that have money you're looking at memphis you're looking at well maybe memphis would but you're looking at atlanta you're looking at uh, sacramento teams that aren't really look looking to go out there and spend the available cap room that they have Will Barton doesn't have a ton of choices, which is what probably one of the reasons the Nuggets have been fairly confident uh, when approaching free agency with Will Barton. There has been a, a willingness to play out and see what the market bears, because quite frankly, the market has been extremely tight. And this is one of those years, one of those years where it just it, it behooves you to be a free agent because your ability to move outside of lebron now he 's a different case, uh, obviously Kevin Durant and uh, um, chris Paul you know when you 're a special player like that, people make room it 's just it 's just the way it is but if you 're a regular free agent on the market you 're going to get squeezed now Barton could take. What the Nuggets offer him, which at this point we don't know. I'm suspecting it would be in the neighborhood of three years if they do. But who knows? Um, But he could do that. Or if Indiana offers him more money, or maybe if Memphis decides suddenly that they want to spend some money on Will Barton, they'll do that. Um, And he could go with that. Or he stays with the Nuggets at whatever they offer him. Now... There could be a. His team could want him to sign a one plus one, which would be a one year deal with an opt out. Here is the wild card in this situation is there's definitely going to be a higher cap next after in the next offseason. Uh, every, every projection says that it will go up again. And therefore, a lot of the contracts well, that, that were signed in 2016, even coming into 2015, will be coming off the books. And that spending orgy that happened, and everyone has pointed this out, Zach Lowe, Adrian Wojnarowski, all of them have said the same thing. It's like the spending orgy will come to an end, um, and the repercussions of which, you know, will start to lessen, ease up once these contracts that were signed in that period come off the books. But factoring into that, the Nuggets have will have more money to spend. Next year, because a lot of contracts will be coming off the books, particularly the three that i spoke spoken about. And let us not forget. Paul Millsap, uh, Paul Millsap uh, has signed what essentially amounted to a two year deal uh, because the Nuggets have a team option in the final year of his deal. Uh what that means is, essentially, the Nuggets have 60... We're in the neighborhood of $64, $65 million of expiring deals this year, along with head coach Michael Malone, who is also on the last year of his deal. So the Nuggets are really in a weird, weird place. And I, I, I think that it is, it is something that I, if I look back on things, I never would have thought the Denver Nuggets would be in a, in a position... To where they would be having to look at four players on what amounts to expiring deals, and still be well into the luxury tax territory. And it's going—it's it's fascinating, absolutely fascinating—to watch how this Nuggets how the cap has affected the Nuggets. They seem to be, as I, you know, everyone knows I cover this team and I I have relationships with people. And everyone I speak to seems to be relatively confident about their position. Uh, I haven't detected any sort of anxiety about where they are and uh, what the luxury tax is going to be or anything like that. In fact, it's been the opposite. Uh, And the opposite of that has been essentially the Nuggets are... Okay with where they are. So if you're looking at the Denver Nuggets, unless they make a big trade, I don't anticipate them really looking much different from last season. Um, it's just, unless something dramatic happens, I just don't anticipate them looking a, different. They won't look different. Um, now, what that means for the following season is going to be a lot, lot, I mean, let's, let's face it. Thirty million dollars in expiring contracts, but plus the thirty million dollars that Millsap uh, has coming off the books for after they obviously will decline the third year of his option, means that the Nuggets will be in a much better and more flexible position next off season, depending on how they perform this year. So, all that being said, that's the Nuggets portion, and it's just really. All that, all that really we're looking for right now is with the Nuggets sign, will re-sign Will Barton. Everyone, I don't think anyone anticipates anything happening with Nikola Jokic other than he signs the deal, place in front of him, um, and then we enter into what amounts to, you know, maybe they make some trades to free up some cell from some tax repercussions by the end of the year, or they wait and go into the year with the, basically what amounts to the same team they had last year. And Michael Porter and see if they can improve internally upon that. Um, just based on the way they are hamstrung, I just don't and personally don't anticipate the Nuggets making any free agent moves. Uh, they are kind of in the situation they are in. If the Nuggets are going to be players, I would anticipate it to be the following offseason. Now going into general NBA free agency, uh, we're looking at as I was saying, a cap crunch. Now, you have various players available. You have DeAndre Jordan, who opted out of the final year of his deal. It's anticipated that he intends on signing with Dallas. Uh, you got Chris Paul, who once again uh, opted into his deal to enable a sign-and-trade last offseason, and now he's an unrestricted free agent. It is anticipated that Chris Paul will remain with the Houston Rockets. You have Kevin Durant, who has obviously is anticipated to uh, sign another deal with the uh, Golden State Warriors. And, but then you have the big kahuna, which is LeBron James. And since he announced yesterday he's opting out, it has become clear to most people that he intends on signing in L.A. with the Lakers. I I just... I mean, if he doesn't go there, he will stay in Cleveland. There's only two options. I do not anticipate... Look, there has been some uh, people associated with the Denver media that have... uh, ...pushed a notion that uh, the Nuggets would be a player for LeBron James. I don't anticipate that. I don't think anyone has le- legitimately thinks that the Nuggets are a player in that. If, if that. if that actually happens and the Nuggets are able to pull off what would amount to be one of the biggest miracles in all of professional sports... ...then um, I will gladly do a mea culpa on this podcast... Uh, And I will apologize directly to the people who uh, have been promoting such an idea. Um, So that is my surety, but I honestly don't see LeBron making a decision to come and play with the Denver Nuggets. It doesn't necessarily suit him, and I don't think that's something that is uh, viable or logical. Then you have some ancillary players like Trevor Ariza opted out of his deal and he's uh, according to Shams Serena he is looking at somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 to 60 million. I don't know where he's going to get that kind of money uh, this particular offseason but you know God bless him um, and you know there's other ancillary players not the greatest offseason but there are, t- there are players, there are players who have such significant impact that things will happen Uh, Obviously, there's Paul George, and Paul George is not an ancillary player. He's, in fact, a prime player. But his situation is uh, very contingent, I believe, on LeBron's decision. I don't think—I do not believe that it is a Paul George-then-LeBron situation. I I think LeBron committing to L.A., to the Lakers, would in turn cause Paul George to commit to the Lakers. I don't think it's the other way around. I think every free agent out there, like every year LeBron is a free agent, is waiting, just waiting for him to make a decision. Once he makes a decision, then the dominoes will fall. As in every single year LeBron has ever been a free agent. Because you can't really move. (laughs) LeBron knows this. And... I think that, obviously, I think DeAndre Jordan has kind of already played footsie with the Dallas Mavericks. I think that's going to happen. But outside of that, outside of that, I really do think that this is going to be a a year where LeBron commits to going to L.A. without having Barry's there first. You know, they're talking about Kawhi Leonard and any potential trade with him. I think that happens after LeBron says yes. Because, honestly... There are very little moves that the Cleveland Cavaliers can make if LeBron commits to, to coming back as a free agent. He would have to take an enormous discount. And this, this Cavs team is kind of in a bind. The team that's really not in the bind, I mean, I'm sad to say, Nuggets fans, is the Lakers. And the fact that the, the Lakers have so much... Uh, room and they have a lot of young players and they have all that means that they can make other moves if LeBron commits. And I really do believe that will be the order of things. Now I could be wrong again, but all signs are pointing to LeBron James going to the Los Angeles Lakers. All right. uh, That will be it for me. Uh, If you guys could not tell with all the cars going by, uh, I, uh, I am recording this outside because it's a beautiful day here in Colorado. Uh, Nice change from the, uh, you know, surface of hell uh, weather we had a couple days ago. So, uh, anyway, nice to uh, talk to you again. Uh, If if anything major happens with the Nuggets, um, be sure and stick with me at at King of Thornton on Twitter. Um, I will be running a live Periscope live shows on Twitter if you want to catch up with me there. Um I will also record an emergency podcast if the Nuggets make a major move. So anyway, thank you all for joining me and I'll be I'll, I'll be seeing you guys soon. Bye.